Hello and welcome to Studio Class. I am Megan Enan, your host and diva sidekick. Wondering how to build your singing career and still make enough money to survive? It's not always easy, and we certainly didn't cover this during Studio Class at school. However, I'm here to give you the micro-actions that over time will transform your relationship to your career. Let's do this. Thanks for joining me for episode number three. This episode is brought to you by 29 Days to Diva from the Sybaritic Singer. If you are ready to truly maximize your diva potential, 29 Days to Diva is a course designed for you. Be one of the first people to hear about the launch in February 2017 by visiting bit.ly slash 29 Days to Diva. In this third episode, we're covering two main things. Number one, take the leap. And number two, give yourself permission. Here we go. So every four years, we get an extra leap day. As a point of fact, I created 29 Days to Diva during a leap year. See, 29 days, 29 days in February, etc., etc. Every leap year, we're given this gift of an additional 86,400 seconds. This year doesn't happen to be one of those years. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be grateful for the days, minutes, and seconds that we do have during these 365 days. Hmm, cue that song from Rent now incessantly running through your mind. You're welcome for that, little earworm friends. (laughs) 29 Days to Diva in this studio class podcast are all about encouraging you to take control of your career and be proactive. If there is something that you have been waiting to do or have been procrastinating, Now is the time to carpe the freaking DM, friends. Are you feeling divalicious yet? Fantastic. So, our challenge for today, even though it isn't a leap year, is to metaphorically take the leap. There's this story about Greek soldiers that flies around the internet when people are trying to motivate themselves into action. As we know, the Greeks were fierce warriors who traveled great distances to wage battle. The story goes that when Grecian armies landed on foreign soil, the commander's first order was to burn the boats. With no boats to retreat to, there could be no course other than success or death for the troops. I am sure that witnessing the ships burn was a very clear and motivating force. There simply could be no other choice. There is only moving forward. Now, my little chickadees, I am not going to do anything as drastic as burn your ships in front of you. However, I am going to give you permission. I'm going to give you the permission to do whatever you feel like you cannot do. For some of you, that thing is to take bigger risks with your singing. Welcome to 2017, friends. It is the year of taking bigger risks with your singing. Those of you that need the permission to apply to more competitions... Apply to more auditions, apply to more programs, or just do more creative projects. You are allowed. Without taking those risks, you will not have any opportunities to exploit. You will not have any lucky situations to leverage. This is absolutely imperative that you take the risks now. Take the leap now. 
Welcome to 2017, friends, the year of bigger risks with your singing. I'm also going to give you permission to think differently about your career. If your career does not take you to La Scala by age 28, that does not mean you have failed. If your career leads you to directing or producing or teaching or being a full-time mom, still, you have not failed anyone. Be the most successful and happy version of yourself and you will be a light and empower those around you. Let's do this. Let's talk about self-permission. I'm going to give you a list. So we're making a list today of seven areas of permission. We're starting with the number one. Number one is permission for acceptance. And I'm going to have you say these all aloud. So just brush off any ego for a second and say, I give myself permission to accept the current situation. Go ahead. Do it. I'll wait. (laughs) I give myself permission to accept the current situation. And just because you accept the current situation doesn't mean that it's where you want to stay forever. But not accepting the current situation can have you living your life needlessly in the future or in the past. The general idea is to stick with the here and now so that you can practice being fulfilled in the current moment. After all, it's just one current moment after the next, right? So I have this confession. I have a confession to make. I have this terrible habit of planning things like, you know, performances, events, workshops, etc. while I'm experiencing anxiety or concern for the future. My thinking generally goes, I'm really concerned about how my future will play out. So let me absolutely fill it to the brim so I can feel validated that I have enough going on. No one can ever look at my schedule and think I'm not quote unquote doing it. Then I get to those future dates and I'm completely overwhelmed by what I planned out of anxiety in the past. Friends, this is an unhealthy way to plan things. I'm worried about doing, not doing enough, but I don't factor in the doing it to my highest standard component. And then I feel off my game. And when I start to feel those anxious feelings creep in, I have to remind myself, I give myself permission to accept this current situation. I give myself permission to stay in this current moment, to not operate out of anxiety about the past or the future. I give myself permission to stay in this current moment. And that leads me to list number, list item number two. (laughs) List item number two is permission to be imperfect. Say it after me. I give myself permission to be imperfect. We are all on our own path of creation. We will never feel perfect at it. And friends, I have to tell you, perfectionism can be a furtive beast. We may even feel like that doesn't apply to us, but perfectionism is a personality characteristic that often typifies high performers. So for those of us that don't know, It is defined as striving for flawlessness and setting exceedingly high standards for performance accompanied by tendencies for overly critical evaluations. Hmm, maybe that does start to sound a little familiar. (laughs) So I knew this girl in high school who was brilliant, beautiful, and a fantastic singer. 
She was one of those girls that seemingly floated on the air, yet she was failing all of her classes. I couldn't believe it. I just, I could not believe it. She was constantly working on her homework. She couldn't get together to hang out because she was spending time writing her paper or whatever. How could she, of all people, be failing her classes? Well, I found out later that she would do all of her work and finish all of her papers, but she couldn't bring herself to turn them in. She was that much of a perfectionist that she didn't want her teachers to see her work because she never felt like it was good enough. In that light, you may start to think to yourself, I'm fine. I go out there. I perform and people seem to like it. Perfectionism doesn't haunt or afflict me. But then you listen to that mind chatter going on during your practice sessions, and you realize that you are setting unreasonably high expectations, and then jumping straight to overly critical self-feedback. So, whether it's my high school friend or my own practice room habits, it's all about that volume dial on the negative self-talk. When it is turned up so high, what is it preventing me from accomplishing? I think of my high school friend and I always wonder what would have been on the other side of that fear? What would it have been? What would it have been like just on the other side of that fear to feel what it felt like to turn that paper in and then accept whatever happens after that? So I give myself permission and I give you permission to be imperfect right now in the hopes of finding what is on the other side of that fear. Do not let perfectionism consciously or subconsciously hold you back today. Make your mistakes from a place of preparedness and strong opinion. Do not make mistakes simply because you have not done the work. You were granted the freedom to make mistakes and to learn from them. So go for it. That is our theme for today. Take the leap. I understand that I'm imperfect and I'm going to take the leap anyway. Which brings us to number three. Permission to experience your emotions and then let them go. (sighs) Singing, my friends, is an emotional career choice. I always tell people that voice lessons are part music teaching and part therapy for students. Singing asks us to confront our deepest and most complex emotions. That's why we do it. That's why we show up day after day is because singing tells our stories and our stories are deeply, deeply emotional and complex. And then singing requires us to go share those vulnerabilities in front of loved ones and strangers in a performative act. How crazy is that? Here, let me just rip myself open, exposing all of my vulnerabilities to people that I care deeply about and to total strangers at the same time. Hmm. This clearly has the potential for some of the highest highs and lowest lows. Not to mention that your instrument is inside of you, which often gets equated to, quote unquote, you are your instrument, that I cannot be separated from my voice because my voice is inside me. Therefore, all of that feedback is about me holistically as a person, that anything I'm working on in my instrument suddenly becomes something I'm working on as a person. And yes, there is that we are working as musicians, but we have to be able to separate that I don't blame my viola when one of the strings breaks it's not a it's not something that <laughs> i did that was terrible and now i have to fix something within myself i just say oh i'm going to fix the string and going to move forward 
So this can be precarious thinking for singers at any stage of their career. I've written openly on the Sybaritic Singer blog before about rejection, aka getting your bleep handed to you. And we carry in our memories those painful rejections for a long time. So many rejections in a row for things that we have built up in our mind can make us feel depressed or make us feel like giving up. Suddenly we're burnt out. We don't want to try it anymore. And it is okay to make that choice if you've come to it through rational thinking. But it isn't okay to let our fears and negative emotions dictate whether or not we continue to pursue our dreams. For example, I remember how painful it was to receive the rejection letter for my first pick for undergrad programs. I remember seeing that letter on the kitchen counter and seeing the logo on the return address while feeling my heart in my throat. Then, like the Tower of Terror, my heart plummeted in freefall when I realized that envelope can't possibly be the right size for an acceptance. And the tears started to well, and I cried it out. Oh yes, I did. And then, after mourning the loss of that future dream that I had laid out so clearly in my mind, I picked myself up bit by bit and started moving toward the next dream. I don't really know how the Stoics do it, so I can't tell you to let everything pass without emotional repercussion. Like clouds in the sky, I'm going to just notice I'm feeling an emotion and let it pass. I'm working on that, as I'm sure everyone else is. But... I can't advocate for you to wallow in the bluest side of our emotional takes either. Feel your feelings. Then, when you can, come back to your best equilibrium. Give yourself permission to feel your feelings and then come back to your equilibrium. Singing is hard. Singing is challenging. Singing is joyful and singing is uplifting. But it also needs you to find that equilibrium, to find that balance. And now we move on to number four. Number four is permission to choose. Say this one out loud right now. I give myself permission to choose. I give myself permission to choose. There is no perfect path to becoming the singer you want to be. I don't know all of the answers for you. I do my best to give insights into what lots of creative professionals have done to move their career forward. I give you options you may not have thought before, but I can't tell you which choices to make. So think about giving yourself permission to choose what kind of singer you most want to be. Close your eyes. Well, unless you're driving, don't close your eyes then. But <laughs> close your eyes. Imagine what it is. What is your ideal singing life like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What does it what 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 feelings do you have when you think about your your ideal singer life? People are drawn to authenticity. Be the singer you see in your mind's eye. Create the ideal sounds you hear when you audiate. Your permission is here and waiting, and all you have to do is give it to yourself. Which brings us to number five, because number five is permission to try new things. Doesn't this one feel good? Welcome to 2017. Try it. I give, my I give myself permission to try new things. I give myself permission to try new things. So I was reading the recent issue of The Atlantic and was struck by this article called 
The Four Letter Code to Selling Just About Anything by Derek Thompson. I'll link to it in the show notes, but you can imagine how quickly this headline sparked my interest. (laughs) So Thompson wrote about Raymond Lowy, who is considered by many to be the father of modern or industrial design. And Thompson penned this paragraph. Lowy had an uncanny sense of how to make things fashionable. He believed that consumers are torn between two opposing forces, neophilia, which is a curiosity about new things, and neophobia, a fear of anything too new. As a result, they gravitate to products that are bold, but instantly comprehensible. Lowy called his grand theory most advanced yet acceptable. This becomes the acronym MAYA, most advanced yet acceptable. He said to sell something surprising, make it familiar. And to sell something familiar, make it surprising. So take a look around your musical life and see where you could apply the concept of Maya. What needs to be more new and surprising? What needs to feel more advanced? Today is a great day to figure that out. Think about it in the context of auditions. If you are auditioning for a new company and you are the new person there, right? So you show up totally unfamiliar to this panel. What can you do that helps seem bold, but instantly comprehensible? Maybe think about that as you're putting together your audition packages. What if it is a company that you have sung for in the past and you are hoping that they look at with new eyes? That is a time where you need to be familiar and make it surprising. So again, to to sell something surprising make it familiar. And to sell something familiar, make it surprising. So think about that. Where can you be more new and surprising? And what needs to feel more advanced? That brings us to number six, permission to take a chance. Here we go now with me. I give myself permission to take a chance. Now that you've thought about where you need something new in your life, you can give yourself the permission you need to take that chance. Risk just a little bit or a lot. Remember those Grecians burning their boats from the top of this episode? It's 2017. Here we go. Bigger risks, bigger choices. Chances do not always work out in our favor. There is that. But that is where the work is. We have to go for it. We have to apply ourselves and we can't do all the work in secret like my perfectionist friend from high school and then never find out if we're meeting the standards set before us by the field or not. You do not have to take wild risks, but ask ask yourself, what can I risk today? I give myself permission to take a chance. What can I risk today? And that brings us to our last point. Number seven is permission to take action. Try saying it out loud right now. I give myself permission to take action. After you've thought about what can I risk today, then give yourself the permission to take that action. Complete your own discernment process. Where do you feel called, divas? Where do you feel compelled? Leave your fear and regrets behind with that burned boat. You are allowed. This is your permission slip. Time to take the leap. So 
go out there and make mistakes. Big mistakes, small mistakes. I don't care. It's 2017. You decide big mistakes or small, small mistakes. Big risks, small risks. You are allowed. How else will you find out what is possible? How else will you find out what is just on the other side of that fear? How else will you be able to test your limits? I know it is scary to step away from the shore, to see the boat burned, whether it's a well-paying job or being able to go out with your friends anytime you want and not have the risk pan out is painful, but it is worth it. Remember, if you make mistakes, make new ones. You have endured so many challenges up to this point. I am so proud of you, divas. I think you can be proud of yourself. Perhaps that is the bonus point in our list. Give yourself permission to be proud of yourself. Say it right now. I give myself permission to be proud of myself. How does that change your day? I give myself permission to be proud of the work that I have done. I give myself permission to be proud of the work that I haven't done. I give myself permission to be proud of myself just as I am with or without the work. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote, the most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep, loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. Ask yourself where you can be more beautiful today, based on all of the things that you've done up until this point. I know just as keenly as you do the incessant need to always look like you're succeeding. There are whole studies done on that comparison trap that is Facebook and other social media outlets. Do not feel like you have to cover up the small blemishes in your career. Everyone has them too. It makes you more human. Remember, we are not singing robots. We are humans. We are humans that have this incredible ability to turn breath into sound that people like to hear. Beware of balance in your life. Taking a leap is much more difficult from an unbalanced place than from a stable rock. The more creative you are, the more risks you will have to take and the more likely that some will fail. Find a place of balance in your life where you are ready to accept those failures. Some will succeed and some will fail. And you want to be ready to accept those failures, to welcome those failures, to take the leap and say, yep, it's going to happen. Everyone likes to succeed though too. Spend some time in your life making sure that you can succeed, but that you are also helping those around you succeed. I'm telling you that you are allowed so you can go tell your colleagues that they are allowed too. We are all allowed. I'm telling you, you tell them, this is a big, huge telephone game of giving each other permission to make 2017 amazing. And every leap begins with a choice. Make small choices to consistently work toward a more successful future by practicing and keeping your materials up to date. Make bigger choices by ridding yourself of the financial and unhealthy obstacles in your way. Also, commit to yourself and your happiness overall. 
It will take time to realize the hard work that you have put into your career. Do not give up. Divas, it's time to take the leap. joining me for episode three of studio class brought to you by the cybernetic singer many thanks to juanitos for the music featured in this episode any of the links articles and more i discussed in this episode will also be included in the show notes do you have questions about this podcast or the information i've presented here please go to cybernetic and get in touch